G'day, guys. I'm excited to bring you the second episode that I recorded with Jeff Anderson from Sonic Sight. Now, last week, we talked to Jeff about the power of niche and how niching has dramatically impacted his business. Um, and if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I do strongly encourage you to go back and do that today. Do that before you listen to this episode, actually, because it will make a lot more sense. Um, this week, we're going to talk about the power of subscription, the power of ongoing revenue, working with clients where you're delivering constant you know, content for them over a 12-month period, a six or 12-month period. This is a massive impact on cash flow. Now, Jeff is the author of Shoot Me Now and is about to release a new book called Watch Me Now. Now, Shoot Me Now is making videos to boost business and his new book, Watch Me Now, is leveraging those videos to maximize your return on investment. Because of course, if a client can see a tangible return on investment, they're going to find themselves booking you for more videos. So dig into this episode. It's absolutely brilliant. And Jeff is an absolute wealth of knowledge. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Video Business Accelerator Podcast. Each week, we uncover the secrets to creating a wildly successful and scalable video production business with your host, Dan Lenny. Discover how the Accelerator program is transforming the lives of our members at www.videobusinessaccelerator.com. Enjoy this episode. Jeff, it's great to have you back on the show. Last week, you were kind enough to share your journey on niching, and we tease the audience with uh, something something new and exciting, which is a passion of mine, which is, um, well, I'll let you explain it. What What is the secret sauce to moving away from lumpy cash flow? G'day, Dan. Look, it only took me about 25 years to crack this this nut. So I was, I think I, I was like a lot of uh, small businesses and just chasing one client at a time and then hoping they might be a repeat client. That'd be great. That's ideal. And then doing a few, you know, doing a job for them and then trying to find the next one. And it was that constant roller coaster ride of cash flow where you're too busy to market and then you're, then you're too quiet to do any work and there's no money coming in. So you're furiously marketing again and it's just constantly up and down, up and down. And yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. It was pretty, um, I, I felt like it should have been, you know, should have been easier, and I wish it was. And finally, I've, I, I seem to have. Well, I, I'm worried about saying I've cracked the code because I'm thinking I'll, I'll bloody jinx myself and it'll all fall apart. Well, in that case, let's just say you're exploring a new way of doing business, and so far it seems to be working out. I like that. Yes, let's let's say that. So, following on from the public school niche, yes. How did this next phase evolve for you? Private we're talking schools about in Australia, um, public schools in the UK. We're talking about ongoing subscription-based video services, aren't we? Yes. So I was working with these schools and actually one of my clients helped me and she, because we were, we were making, you know, a dozen videos for uh, over the year uh, because they, they need constant content. So that was, that was great. You know, there's opportunity there for repeat clients and all of that uh, and ongoing clients. But she, she, she had a very strong marketing brain and she said, you know, why don't you make it a, um, a you know, a monthly retainer sort of package. And I'd already been speaking to a few other colleagues who are mentors and, and business coaches around this space, around this concept. And so it was just a matter of packaging it up the right way. Originally, it started off as a spreadsheet where you buy six videos a year, it's going to cost you this much a month. You buy 12, it's this, 20, it's that, 40, it's that. 
And so that was kind of as crude as it was. But then I've, I've subsequently gone and packaged it up into a nice eight-page glossy brochure, which packages, you know, outlines what these services are. And then it's sort of got a, a grid at the back, which then gives you the details of the different offers and how it all works. And so that, that all sort of came together the right way. And, but then, so then I already had a few clients that I was working with. I was making videos for them, but they were more ad hoc. It was kind of one here, another one there, a few more next term, whatever it was. What this enabled me to do was then go to them with a much more structured offering. And the classic case I had was one school said, oh, look, we need to make, this is one of the clients I met at one of those Educate Plus events I was at where they, um, after, at the end of the meeting, they said, oh, yeah, we know who you are. We were actually thinking about getting a fundraising video. I went, oh, okay, yeah, look, I'd be happy to talk to you about that. I said, by the way, what I'm doing with a lot of schools to make it more cost-effective I'm working with them on these packages, which means you can create more content more often, but they're still high quality. Is that something you'd be interested in having a look at? And she goes, sure. So she has a look and she says, okay, well, we'll get six. So that went from a conversation about making one video to a conversation about making six videos in, in a heartbeat. So that was, it just made me realize, wow, this is so easy, not just for me to sell, but so easy for them to buy, which I think makes it is really important to understand as well, because I was able to offer them a solution which was very cost-effective. I, I packaged it in a way where I said normally, we're, and, and also what I did was I packaged it, which I think is you want to explore, is how do you maintain control of it? Because you say, okay, we're going to do six videos. And I go, great, well, let's make these into, a, you know, enormous bells and whistles and big productions. And it's like, whoa, 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 that's not what we had in mind. So what I've done is I've put some parameters around. I've said, look, these are based on a one-day shoot. They're based on a two-day edit. It includes everything you need from your script writing, your concepts, your creatives, all that sort of stuff. And so there is some parameters around it. And I also say, but we're not watching the clock that heavily with it. So the idea is it's very, we call it our video partner packages. Um, I haven't copyrighted that. So if someone wants to use that, don't do it in Sydney but otherwise I'm fine with it. But it's, and it's very much about having a partnership with these people. It's about saying, look, we're, we want to be part of your team. We want you to get the best value out of the video production process. So that means we're going to help you with ideas. We're going to help you with concepts. When you say we need to make this video in three months' time and we know about that and we're there shooting today, well, let's grab this, these scenes, this footage, because that's going to come in handy down the track. So it's about building up a library of content. And that's also one of the really big benefits of this concept is when you're working with a client regularly, you can build up a much richer library of footage for them. So as other videos come along, it might just require, you know, a two-hour turnout to do a, a piece to camera with the principal. You grab that and then you've already got all the, all the B-roll that you need already um, from the, you know, other, other videos you've shot over the year or the years as it happens now with a lot of these clients. So... Our approach with this has been we want our clients to feel overwhelmed with the value they're getting from it. So it's been an easy process. They're getting great quality videos and it's a no-brainer for them then to sign up again for the next year. So it just keeps rolling on. And so for the first time, I've actually seen how my business has a value that's beyond just me and Tom who works for me um, and our freelance cameraman as into something that could be saleable at the end of the day. Because if we've got you know, a dozen of these clients signed up on annual, annual contracts. It's a, it's a very viable business for somebody to pick up and buy. And as I approach uh, the latter half of my career, I'm starting to think along those lines. It's so interesting. And I guess one question I would have would be, so let's say a client has 12 videos across the year, but they 
but they need more or they decide they need extra. How, how does that conversation evolve? Well, I'm actually about to have that conversation. Well, we just started having that conversation with one of the clients who's got a package of six videos. We're halfway through the year and we've done, we're on the fifth one for them. And they're saying, oh, what do we do? And I said, well, look, we, we, we can review the package. The way I've actually structured it is I've said, you know, you get 10% discount off the list price if you, if you um, go forward with the next package, with, a, with another video after these ones, which makes it very expensive for them. And I think, you know, what I'll do is I'll try and convert them into a, a customized 10 videos a year package or a, or a 12 videos a year package and get them on board with that. Because then if they're seeing the opportunities of making, you know, 10 or 12 videos a year, next year, we'll start the conversation at that point. So, well, let's sign you up for the 12 videos a year package since you got such, you know, great engagement with it last year. And I think that'll be an easier conversation. So the whole philosophy around this is to make it easy for the clients, is to be reasonable with them, to give them great value. So I'm not there to sort of, I have had other clients who have been on um, less structured ones who after, you know, one term of you know done like 20 videos i'm going yeah look uh, <laughs> about this arrangement we have we need to we need to review this and they were saying well listen we actually don't have any more budget in the uh for the year so we just we're just going to pull the brakes on it and i said okay well that's fine as well so it's you know it's about and the idea is being a partner you do can you can have those conversations you know you be frank and um respectful of each other and just say listen this is, you know, we do want you to get great value from it, but we kind of feel like you're taking a bit of advantage of us, in, in, not in those words, but you just pointed out, look, you know, we said we do six for you. We've, we're kind of like, have done 12, and <laughs> I know some of them were a lot simpler or whatever, but yeah, you do need to manage it as it goes, but just have those conversations. The I, you know, by having it documented, so I have the glossy brochure, which, you know, points out what's included, but they don't read that. They just look at the prices and, and go from there. And then they ring up and say, oh, well, how long are the videos included? I said, well, as it says, it's, you know, one to three minute videos that we're talking about. So I, put, I also put a proposal together, a, um, which, they, which then just clarifies some of the key points in it. I get them to sign off on that. And something I've got to add to the proposal because it's come up now is that some of the clients haven't taken advantage of all of the videos during the year. So I said, well, we, we bought six, but we've only done three. So we'll do the, you know, we want to keep doing them. And it's like, yeah, okay, but we've, you know, we're managing our cash flow here. We've budgeted on those being done there. We've been paid. And now you're getting us to make more videos next year that we're not getting paid for now. And it's, we understand you have already paid for them. But so what I've got to do is I've got to put a sunset clause in the contract and say, yep, you've got this for 12 months. If you don't use them all in 12 months, then we'll give you another three or four months to to finish off what you what you haven't used, something like that, because you don't want it dragging on for years where they've they've bought a package and they're doing it one year at a time. That totally defeats the whole purpose of it, and uh, that'll screw me over. So you learn these things as you go on, as with everything. You know, more things need to be added into the um, into the arrangement as as you become wiser with it. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, I think what what can happen, and I find this particularly with younger filmmakers, is they they want it all now, and and of course with any relationship. Things evolve, things change, things need to be tweaked. But I guess when you have a specialist niche market like schools and you're working with them all the time, you become like a preferred partner supplier. You're, 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 a, you're a trusted advisor, aren't you? So how, how do you handle, I mean, you touched on it there, but do you ever get people kind of taking taking the piss really, kind of like, you know, we want a five-minute video. Do you find that your, your structure keeps people working within that because they've got a framework 
uh, or do you find that there's, there's there's challenges along the way where people just want more or less and and are always trying to trying to push and pull you and, and nickel and dime you? Yeah, well, it's interesting. What we know what goes into making a video. We know how much work is involved and and what's a complicated video and what's a simple video. Clients don't care. They just want video number two or video number three. They don't they don't care if, if it's a half day shoot with some existing B-roll and bang it, you know, it's done in a couple of hours in the edit suite. As far as they're concerned, great, that's the video we needed, we've got it, it's done. So there's, there's a, but the other side of the coin of that is, you know, sometimes they don't understand how complicated a, a production may be and how much more work is involved with it. So, look, it, it's about having that communication and also being, a, it's, it's also, you know, in these packages we've, we've got, it's also been having a little bit of give and take on our side as well. So, you know, just saying, look, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I mean, we did a fundraising video for one of the schools. They had a campaign and the idea was to make this one video, which we did, which was a great, great looking video. But they also wanted five other little social media clips to go with it which were five other little productions, which was another day in the edit suite to get all those done. So they got a lot more bang for their buck from that one video because they ended up with six. You know, they're all related to the one project. So we'll, you know, we're going to wear that and just say, look, that's kind of one video with a, with a bit of extra in it. So you go along the way. But you did remind me of something that I've, I've wanted to mention to your listeners about payment terms. This setup is great because it's it's monthly and it just flows with us. I've got it automated with um, my accounting package and those invoices go on the first of the month. With one cl- with one client who does do a lot of extra productions and it's a lot more fluid, I do list on the invoice. I go in there and update and say, by the way, this is what we've done for you this month so that she can see the value that she's getting because there's a whole lot of little things that get thrown at us which still takes time and energy. But in regards to the other clients that we have, because we do have other clients as, as we need to, because that's part of our strategy is about half of our money comes from our niche market and the other half comes from the other corporate clients and government clients that we do. What I do with the payment terms for those is I do 60% upfront, no, sorry, 20% upfront. So just to confirm the arrangement, it's 20% upfront. That covers our creatives and, and pre-production stuff. Then I charge them 60% upon delivery of the first draft of the video. and this works really well because that means they haven't got the final production, but we've done the bulk of the work. We've done 80% of the work at least by then, by that stage. We've probably done 90% of the work by, at that point. So there's a fair exchange going on there. So by the time we do the first production, we've got 80% invoiced. So we've covered all of our costs and the last 20% is, you know, at, at least a profit, if not, um, and plus some of the other. So... What I hear a lot of people doing is they charge 50% and 50%. The problem with that is if the client is difficult or they're slow paying, you've still got all these overheads and all these expenses that haven't been covered. So this payment structure has worked really well for me. And people get it that, well, yeah, that's fair enough. You've done you know, that much work at that point. So that's, that's okay to invoice it. They may not pay it straight away, but at least you've got it in the... Um, in the system and it's, and it's working well. So yeah, I'm happy if your listeners uh, consider that as a way to, to invoice because, and the only people I've ever found who have had a problem with it have turned out to be people who don't pay their bills. That's so interesting. I love that because I've traditionally done 50, 50 and I never actually had any issues, thankfully, but I like that 20% on signing 80% on delivery of the first draft and then 20% on the finals. Yeah, 60% on the, on the first draft, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 60%. That's a nice, a nice balance. And then you see you're getting I mean, the chunk of your cash along the way. Um, what, what, have there been any other challenges? For, for example, with, with these packages, 
do you ever worry that you're going to find yourself, the schools all wanting videos at the same time and do you find any capacity issues? Well, we just had a really busy month last month. It was, it was, it was full on. I actually, normally um, these days, then I don't get on the editing suite or get on the tools. I've sort of, um, I've got Tom who does an awesome job with, with that. And, but yeah, I, I was back on the tools working away and it was, yeah, it was a bit of fun. So, uh, but we also, our business model, I'm, I'm very much a lifestyle business owner. So it's not about trying to be, you know, super multi-million dollar business. It's about having a healthy business, enjoying the ride, being able to look after our clients well. So I've taken 20, 26 years to grow a very small business, but it's working really well for me. So, but, but given our industry, we do have access to some amazing talented freelancers who we can call upon when we do uh, see, we know we've got a busy wave coming through. And you can generally see that. You know, with the, the forecasting, you can see, okay, we've got these, you know, three shoots coming on um, Monday next week. And then, to, I mean, we've had weeks where we're doing, you know, a shoot every day for seven days. And then, you know, okay, well, then we've got a whole wave of post-production that's going to follow on from that as well. So, yeah, scheduling that, being aware of deadlines, knowing which clients need it turned around quickly is, a, is a, uh, an issue. And then um, just keeping all those balls up in the air. But yeah, I think, you know, forecasting it, using, taking advantage of, you know, Doug Suter's freelancers from FCP Talent, which is now called something else, Your Crew, Film Your Crew. Yeah, I think it's Your Crew, yeah. yeah. Doug, who we had, the, had the podcast or maybe 20 episodes ago, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, um, I think that's the beauty of our industry is you don't have to I, I, be burdened with overheads that don't relate to the projects you're working on. You can scale as you need, as jobs come in and out. So, I see people who, when they're doing a business, they want to go and, um, you know, have all the equipment, have all the crew, have all the office space. Right, we're ready to go. And I do it the other way. I, I get busy and then bring in the bits and pieces I need to manage the the, the the requirements. I love that. And I think one thing that just struck me is that um, January, December, January, seems to be around the world are dead months. And certainly in Sydney, people just seem to, you know, leave leave sydney in january so i guess one of the big advantages most video production companies struggle around december january and it's that real feast and famine of course with a subscription recurring revenue model you know what revenue is coming in in december and january but likely i'm guessing schools are on holiday so do you find yourself having less work december january but the same amount of revenue coming in as you get the rest of the year yeah, well, January is certainly the uh, the holiday month for me, and and it has been for twenty five years. It's kind of like no one's going to be around to pick up the phone. Nobody's going to be interested in talking. Make the most of it and get a couple of weeks off. The end of December, there's a few productions we do. We do some end of school events and things like that, so they need to be turned around. But that's usually first first or second week of the month, and then it's it's sorted. So yeah, there's a bit of stuff there. But also, you know, as I say, it's only fifty percent of our our workload. Although we've niched there. We're doing other projects, so we, we you know, that, that keeps the wheels turning as well. So, Jeff, just touch on your new book. Watch me now. Touch, how, how, is, how is the landscape changing? And especially when you have um, these subscription clients, do you see opportunities to, to sell them additional services? For example, maybe look at getting into helping them with distribution or perhaps offering packages that bolt on social media cuts because this is something that we're seeing increasingly across the board is that marketing managers want more more 
more formats of content for Instagram TV or for for Facebook or with 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 um, subtitles. H- how are you seeing that as a, as a potential growth area for for your subscription packages? Look, it's um, it's something that I see clients need, and I'm just uh, wondering if I need to be the person providing it because. You know, years ago when 3D animation was taking off, I thought, do I get involved in 3D animation or do I just leave it to the people who do that every day, which is what, you know. So I, I look at stuff and work out where's my value and then where is the value from other people. I'd probably see the way this would work out is more me partnering with those people who specialise in that space. And we, you know, we do have relationships with people and we've referred some of um, our clients from the schools to those people who specialise in that space because... I think they do need to to think it through in terms of what are they actually trying to achieve because having the video is just step one. Getting people to watch it, getting people to engage with it, that's step two. And that's that's what the, the new book is about and it's giving lots of ideas and different things you need to be thinking about in terms of making the most of that. One of my favourite expressions is from my, my partner, actually my business partner, and he says, then just because we can doesn't mean we should. And I, I love that because yeah. I think one of the advantages of partnering with agencies is because there's a lot of talk about, you know, the, the secret to video business in 2019 is just to kind of become a marketing agency. But that's not why we became filmmakers. The skills involved in marketing are very different from the skills involved in making a film. And um, I think the other advantage, and I'm curious to know if this happens, is when you refer a business to agencies, do you get work back from the agencies where they refer video work back to you? I haven't yet. So I'll be looking forward to seeing that happen when it happens. Look, my priority is seeing that my clients are well looked after. That's, you know, people talk about commission and stuff. I said, no, I'm not interested in that. I just want to know that they're going to be looked after. If you're in a position to refer work to me down the path, that'd be great. But yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, I, and I think that part of that is because they've already got relationships with other video production companies. So ideally, I guess, if you can uh, find a relationship with somebody that's not at that point and that you can foster that relationship where it's a two-way relationship that would be um that would be ideal but i think what you know you've been established a very long time i think what i love about it is is your 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 intention your authenticity is about making sure your clients get looked after and i think that's something that i've certainly discovered in my uh, career is that if you just look after people and come at it from a a real place of care and genuinely caring it's actually it's it's the best kind of marketing you can do for your business. Yeah. No, well, and, you know, I I value my reputation very highly. So that's, you know, is, is at the bottom of all of that. And it, it seems to um, to work for us. Jeff, it, this has been so kind of you to give us your time. You've shared some absolute nuggets. Where can people find out more about you? They can go to sonicsite.com.au. That's S-I-G-H-T, a site as in vision. Or they can uh, track me down at uh, jeffanderson.com.au as well. That's Jeff with a G, G-E-O-F-F. Do you want want me to tell you about books I'd recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Please. (laughs) So um, The Slight Edge was one I read. It's by Jeff Olson. And it talks about just doing things regularly and and building upon it so rather than thinking i'm going to change the world just taking small steps consistently and that's what gets uh, gets a great result so that's that's a great one to um to listen to i'd recommend that i love that that's it it's it's pretty much what we're all about i i'm all about consistency if you can do running a successful business is largely doing fairly mundane tasks consistently yeah that, but that's and, my, and also working out you know yeah which, which tasks are getting you the best return on investment 
you know, where's your time well spent that's going to actually get, you know, as I was saying in the previous episode, just doing busy with marketing just to keep busy is not effective. But, you know, picking up the phone and ringing the right person you need to speak to, that can, you know, generate, you know, another thirty, sixty thousand $60,000 for you. I mean, this is a whole other topic, but I think it's worth touching on. That is, you know, just because there's five social media channels or six social media channels that are key doesn't mean you should be on them all. And, and people need to be mindful of not being overly focused on likes or shares or comments or with email marketing, how many people are opening the email or clicking the link. The only metric that really counts is dollars in the bank. And so what is... I have, I have a sign on my computer that says, is this the highest and best use of my time? And you've always got to think, what is the one thing I can do today that can move my business forward? And and that is usually a sales task. But some people are very anxious about picking up the phone. Yeah, I um, I get that, but you just got to get over it. It's not It's not that bad. I mean, and the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. I think that's a great place to finish. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks, Dan. You've been listening to the Video Business Accelerator podcast with your host, Dan Lenny. If you're a video business owner who is tired of going it alone and would benefit from mentorship, support, and weekly accountability, then mouse over to www.videobusinessaccelerator.com to learn more about how the Accelerator program can help you today. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show over on iTunes. And we'd really appreciate you taking a few minutes to leave a review. 